episode of the Crime and Coffee Couple. I am Mike. And I'm Allison. Yeah, babe. Um, I put a little punctuation mark on the end of that, it feels like. Oh, I didn't hear it. Uh, I just, you know, like an audio punctuation mark. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that works. Well, I guess it didn't work because you didn't hear it, but hey, you know, I can't win them all. So. You can't. Hey, Some thanks. of them you're going to lose. Right, right. Uh, thanks for being here with us. Um, we take a turn each week and try to talk about a crime or something creepy happening that we found on the internet or somebody suggested to us. And it's going to be my turn this week, so you guys are in for a treat. Everybody a seems real to, treat. Everybody seems to love Allison's stories, but um, you know, Mike's stories, maybe not as much, and that's okay. I'm okay with it. Well, why do you say that? I don't know. You know, just kind of get that feeling. Did anyone I, tell you that? No, not directly like, hey, Mike, you suck. Allison's better. But I kind of feel that because you are like, you're really good at what you do. Like I said today on one of the comments, uh, somebody said, hey, great job, Allison. I was like, yes, everything that she puts her mind to, she is fantastic at. Oh, so that's really sweet. I Thank thought you. you should hear that as well, not just the people on Instagram. I really appreciate it because, you know, we blindly sit here and speak to a camera and a microphone so it is nice to get that feedback and yeah super everyone's nice. so nice yeah super nice so, so thank you for being here um if you could do us a favor give us a five-star review on apple podcasts or spotify or any platform that you're listening on audible um you know, you name it but um, we appreciate those it's a great free way to uh, support us over here and um speaking of supporting us before we get into stuff um i thought i'd like start this new thing every week to say you know i look outside and i see a package come from amazon almost every single day like if you could see me right now i'm rolling my eyes yeah yeah it's it seems like every single day Maybe it's in the mailbox. Maybe it's sitting in the front of the door. But somehow, some way, Amazon comes and delivers something. So I thought we should do something like, what did Allison buy this week from Amazon? So we're going to try that out You're for like, a few Allison, weeks. Allison, what did you buy this week? And oh, I, you bought something? My, and then he had this big old satisfied smile on his friggin' face. Yes, yes. And uh, I did come over and ask you, so what, you know, just so we know what we're going to talk about, what did you buy? And you're like, I don't know. Well, you need to keep in mind that I shop for the family. Yeah, right. So like when our daughter needs a new swimsuit, right. I buy it. Oh, so you got something for the family. Please tell us what you bought this well, week. Well, in this case, it wasn't for the family. It was oh. for yours truly. Oh, interesting. But it was, you know, a need. It's this conditioning treatment thing. It's uh, the brand is Amika, A M I K A. I'll, I'll put a link in the notes. That's fine. well. Anyway, it smells delightful. It's a shine mask for your hair. Shine mask for your hair. So and it's I'm like telling you, it's like a conditioner. Yeah. Okay. And it smells just so clean and lovely. I, and I really... ran out and I'm replacing it. Oh, it's something you use normally. It's a flash acting mask that delivers brilliant moisture okay. and shine okay. in just okay. sixty seconds. We don't. That's okay. Okay. Here, this is the instruction I get. Allison, tell them what you got on Amazon this week. Allison, don't tell them what you got on Amazon this week. It's not like an advertisement. We're not getting paid for this. Did you or did you not ask me to tell you what I got on Amazon this week? You got a hair shine mask. Yes. That's all I wanted to hear. That's okay. Well, in case anyone wants to know what it is, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Just click on the link and take a look at oh it. Oh my I think that's gosh. Well, this is... This is already starting terribly. This is not a good start at all. <laughs> but if you do want to see it, I think we're going to try to do an affiliate link. So if you buy that on Amazon or anything else, I think we get like a percentage or some kind I just stuff. love things that smell clean. And this is just lovely. You do usually smell clean. So well, thanks. I shower daily, unlike some people in this room. Yeah. That's I'm not going to name any names, but the only other human in this room is Mike. Right. Right. It's kind of a big hint um yeah i did shower two days ago though that's disgusting working from home it's one of those things i'm you know? sorry your hygiene is still washer balls how about that oh wow washer balls wow sorry everybody you had to hear that sorry if there's any children listening to this murder podcast. our daughter is in fourth grade and she had a notice come home that they're going to be talking about things like puberty menstruation and 
and hygiene, Mike. Yeah, it's important. So maybe you should sit in with the class. I mean, and shower more. I saw you smelling your pits today. That's why I asked you. Well, I put on some. Deodorant. I said, why are you smelling your pits? Yeah, I usually I always smell pretty good. People. I mean, yeah, I, Mike does. He's I might, not stinky. I might look like I don't smell good all no, the time, but I do smell pretty good. It's not true. Yeah. You always do smell good. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. So, um, any anything else going on this week? We just found out like uh, twenty minutes ago. Our son has a <sighs> band concert today. Leave it to him. <laughs> I get him from the bus stop. I'm in my sweatpants, like ready to just relax the rest of the evening i'm like oh blah 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 something tonight and he's like well after my band concert i was like um uh sorry what yeah ever parents ever and those of you that aren't parents yet and want to be someday um the thing we say to our kids all the time is we're not perfect we're parents so thanks nickelodeon for coming up with that idea yeah, that was years ago that it you was. had that as their tagline and just like things slip and our kids know that sometimes and it's like the the band teachers email me and i don't really check my personal email as much they as my didn't, business they one. won't include me on their emails for some reason we've asked several times but yeah so I was not prepared for the fact that we will be sitting in a smelly middle school gymnasium tonight to listen to the middle school band play. He's an advanced band, though. so Yeah, no, he's really impressive. And of course, I'm going to be there supporting my kid and cheering him on. And I'm going to smack a smile on my face while I do it. <laughs> I was waiting for you to get through like mentally process in your head because Cam's like, well, are you guys going to go? And I was looking at you and you're just like, nah. he goes, like, no, mom, are you excited? I go, not at all. No, I'm not. <laughs> That's supportive. That's good. Oh, he knows I'm supportive of him. I support him in everything he does. Yeah, he does. He does. That's for sure. And uh, you'll hear that we're kind of still getting over covid a little bit it's yeah. one of those things i got like i think it's still got covid brain i was talking to my boss and she's like it's a thing it's definitely a thing um i just i feel just like it's it's i got I say that it feels like I smoked like a huge bong or something like that. Like the motivation and stuff is just like, ugh. Like I have a sharp brain, but like at work, I've been working this week. I've been going in and seeing patients and attending ICU rounds and whatnot and then coming home to do my charting. But I've I've been very sharp at work. I'm just, I'm tired. Well, once I get doing something, I'm good. But yeah. it's like just the matter of getting to that point. And I'm with you. Like when I was on talking to my clients today, I'm good. I'm like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm on top of things, but it's just the matter of getting there to that point. It's just like, it feels like a huge hill to climb. I yeah. just have no motivation to work out. I've been forcing myself to do it this week. Yeah. But I'm just not motivated. I'm just tired. That's the thing. Motivation. Like, that's why I said, like, if I ripped a huge bong two days ago, like, that's what it feels like. But I didn't. Even though 420 was yesterday. So, it was. Um, happy 420 to you. Uh, it was your brother's smokers. birthday yesterday. It was. Yeah. Happy birthday, Very buddy. fitting for El Potheado. El Potheado, as we call him around <laughs> here. Yeah. So um, anything else going on this week? No, uh, we're doing our podcast a little early because we're going to celebrate Easter with my family since we were in COVID isolation during actual Easter. Right. So other than that, no, yeah, this as usual around these parts. We're doing like an Easter egg hunt, right? Yeah. And uh, the jig is up here in the household, apparently. Yeah. Our daughter was like, I I know about the Easter bunny. There's no way a man in a bunny suit passes out these eggs. I'm like, it's not. It's a little brown, fluffy bunny that hops through the yard and does it. I've always thought, even as I was young, being like, this is the stupidest thing that people are trying to tell kids, that there's like a stupid bunny that like craps out plastic eggs. Like it does, <laughs> with, like with Santa candy makes sense. and change in it. Like, you know, Santa's real. That makes sense. That makes complete sense. He's celebrating Jesus' birthday, giving everybody gifts. You know, that, yeah, that, that all kind of goes that together. Easter bunny. Like Jesus died and rose again, and then you have a bunny in the backyard that leaves candies. Well, where did the man in the red suit come from? You know, Russia or something. What does he have to do with Jesus giving gifts? Well, the bunny's giving eggs. What are the eggs? I guess life. 
I guess. Life comes from eggs? I don't know the symbolism of it. I mean, I'm sure there's a good explanation, but hey, whoever dreamed that up screwed it up. So <laughs> nice job. We should come up with something else. Leprechaun is better than that. So, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. So let's get into uh, this week's uh, story. Let's here. do it. Um, this one is very graphic. You mentioned that. I did. It's something I, I found on uh, Reddit. And it's something that is uh, doesn't have a lot of uh, background information to it. I did find some, so it'll be probably a shorter episode than usual. But um, you'll have to let us know if you guys like the short stuff, uh, something longer. I know a couple of our listeners like the really long ones. So. Well, it's always nice to just put the podcast on and just listen. Because mm-hmm. I have a 30-minute drive to work and from work, so it's about an hour total. And I do like to not have to switch up my um, podcast mid-drive. Right. So Not that it's a big deal, but I just don't want to have to think about it. Right. So I kind of like my podcast right around the one-hour mark. Okay. Well, this will be under that. This will be under that. So here we go. This one's about Stacey Wilson. Okay. And there's no way you've heard of her. Like, this isn't... <laughs> this isn't by... I don't... I'd be surprised if any place did one. And you said you found this on Reddit? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I said, it's very graphic. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, I know so you're listening to a podcast. Trigger warnings. I mean, I always feel like in my head when you're listening to po- murder podcasts, like it's abound with trigger warnings. But maybe if this one's more graphic, maybe put out a little disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. to Just beware. I always think the same thing. Like, yeah. you're, hey, heads up. You're listening to a murder podcast. Yeah. Something triggers <laughs> about to happen. So. Uh, I guess in this case, if you're squeamish or something. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. So um, I'm going to get pretty detailed about how they were murdered. Yikes. And it's gruesome. So uh, this one takes place on the Caribbean island nation of St. Vincent. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Near St. Lucia and Barbados. That shit's beautiful over there. Yeah, it's out there in the you know, the Caribbean Sea, you know, um, um, all the way to, like Turks and Caicos and all those you know beautiful islands and stuff. Um I happen to notice St. Vincent has a Google review rating of 4.7 out of 5 stars. Oh, the, the island, island itself? itself? Yeah. <laughs> and then it instantly made me check other countries. Like, does the United States have yeah. Google reviews? What is uh, Florida rated? Right. 4.2? Yeah, be like, huh, I had a terrible time. The weather was terrible <laughs> this weekend. Yeah. No, but it's a beautiful place. A lot of waterfalls. Um, yeah, very tropical, yeah. As, as you can imagine. I'm sure the water is a beautiful color. Yes. Lots of uh, turquoise waters and yeah. such. Yeah. And fish and all those sort of things. So, um, like I said, this murder is gruesome. I feel like if it happened in a bigger country, it would have been much bigger news and you'd hear about it on all kinds of podcasts. Like, it's just terrible. Oh, it's, my gosh. So what year was this? Um, I'll tell you in a second here. 2006. Okay. Because this isn't obviously familiar to me, but I always say when I'm listening to this podcast that I think I'm under a rock because so many of these cases I don't know. Yeah. And you would think like some of them, like I did the um, case last week of Sarah Everard and that was only a year ago and it's so tragic the the story but I had never recalled hearing about it well then you have people in the UK like they commented on the Instagram story yes. and they said it's still like fresh in our memories and raw and it absolutely should be like mm-hmm. it's terrible because it's so relatable like absolutely. oh my gosh this could happen to me this right. could happen to my friend my daughter whatever yep and hopefully this one can't possibly happen to people I mean it's so horrible oh, so geez. let me get on with it so um, Stacy Wilson and her distant cousin Sean Samuel aka Sean Samuel aka Abdul Rahim Parsons aka Muslim Islamum Islamum. What? He goes by a lot of different names. What's his actual name? Shorn Samuel. That's an interesting name, Shorn. Yeah, you'll see some websites that say Sean. Um, he did huh. go by Sean. But, so, but his birth name was Shorn. Yes, S H O R N huh. Samuel. Okay. okay, but he went by Sean. Um, he went by Shorn. He went by Sean. He also went by Abdul Rahim Parsons and Muslim Islamum. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Where did those other names come from? I think when he converted to uh, Muslim, he added the Muslim Islamam. Got but, it. Or Abdul Rahim Parsons too. But huh. uh, so, anyways, they a li- man of many names. Yep. They lived in a small farming town of Vermont in St. Vincent. Oh. So this is not in the U.S. This is, is in St. Vincent. St. Vincent small. Yes. Okay. Small island nation. All those islands are small. Vermont, St. Vincent. Yep. Yep, it's a little farming town in St. Vincent. What are they farming? I don't know. I didn't look into it. Interesting. I didn't look up their major exports and imports. Well, you should have. <laughs> yeah, sugarcane. That's what they import. Okay, sugarcane. Yeah, rum. We're making mojitos. Yep, yep. So about 12 miles north of the capital city of Kingston, or Kingstown. Kingston, Kingstown. Probably Kingston. Yep. Um, so Sean Samuel would see his cousin often when they were younger. They're distant cousins. So like, you know, kind of one of those where it'd be okay if they got married, but... Mm. You know, like we we have a friend who may have been. No, there was no blood in between the friend <laughs> you're speaking of. It was an aunt's like she whatever. It's <laughs> it doesn't it, matter. It, there was no blood relation there. That's that good. That's stop. neither here nor there. Yes. Yeah, so um, somebody that like, OK, they were like distant cousins, but like slightly related, but, you know, nothing illegal. So, well, if they're cousins, I'm <clears throat> sure it would be illegal, right? I think once you're past like second cousin, it's OK to marry them. OK, so I don't just look keep it, it outside the family. There's there's enough people in the world. You don't need to be marrying your cousin. Right. Let's just say that. Yeah. If, I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's my disclaimer. Maybe a little kissy face. Like, can you make no, out with them? Hell, no. hell to the no 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 so anyways this guy shorn would always come over to see um to see stacy and he eventually developed an attraction to stacy no now are they close in age obviously it's a great question allison um the biggest problem is that they were distant cousins and also shorn was 14 years older than stacy okay how old is stacy that's the big question because if she's 30 and he's 42 not a big deal so let's say she was 18 12 let's say she was around 18 um, she was actually 21 when uh, she got murdered, but she, let's say around 18, he was 14 years older, so 32 years is what he would be. Okay. So it's weird. Uh, in, that's a big age difference. It's officially weird. It's, it's officially... like, dude, you're in your 30s, and this is an 18-year-old girl. Right. That's like, your cousin also. And your cousin. We've got red flags flying all over here. I know it's a small island, but find somebody There's else. some other single people that are closer to your age. Right, right. So, um, yeah, imagine Stacy at 18 and him at 32 and no. it doesn't look good. It's like you're, you must be so immature if you're 32 years old to relate mentally to an 18, 18, a teenager. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you're attracted to like an 18 year old and you're 40 that's, or something, that's messed up. Yeah. You should go see a psychiatrist or something. Really messed up. Absolutely. Um, so anyways, he eventually told her that he wanted her to be his wife. Okay. He's like, I just can't have it, you know, without you in my life. Like you want, you should be my wife and you know, we should do this. And she's like, no, I'm not having any of that. That's not going to happen Good for you. Stacey. Please leave me alone. Right. She wasn't having that. So told him to stay away from the house and not come to visit again. I'm sure the family was like, stay away, Sean. Yes. You creep. Right. So thing is, he never listened, kept coming to her house and he would offer like empty apologies all the time and she would forgive him be like, okay, just like, don't be creepy. You know, basically like, hey, come on, you can come over. Like, you know, I know we're cousins. Just don't be creepy. And I think girls always have the best intentions, but guys, like speaking as a man, like we are thinking <laughs> about one thing a lot of times. And if somebody ever showed an interest in you, they will always have an interest in you somehow, some way. Right. And like they might sexually. suppress it. But as females, too, oftentimes we don't want to offend people. Yeah. And, you know, the saying goes, like, be rude if you need to, because you need to protect yourself and be safe. Well, so many of these stories you hear, like, I should have done it differently. I know. And, yeah. you know, it's we're okay just always so worried about 
being rude to somebody. Or, yeah, time to stop that. Yeah. Be, be, yeah, protect yourself. And you know what? If you make a mistake, say somebody is being genuine and asking you for directions or something, and you are rude to them, so what? Right. At least you know that you protected yourself. They'll get on with their day. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be just fine. Yep. So, yeah, he kept on coming to the house and just kept on coming to the house. So, there reportedly, there were times where Stacy would be leaving for work in the morning. And she'd come to find Shore and Samuel trying to touch her and caress her, saying things like, I love you, baby. I like you and I love you and I need you to be my better half. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings from haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. So he would come to the house and just start touching her? He knew what time she would leave and just be like, and they said molesting. So I don't know. Like there was a lot of like broken English articles about this because it was in an island nation. They do speak English, but, um, you know, like broken English kind of thing. So it's, uh, yeah, it was, it was hard to say. So I don't, they said molest, but that could mean touching too. So it's just like he said that he molested her. Well, she didn't want him touching her. Then that's a molestation. Right. Yeah. Touching her on her shoulder. Don't touch me if I don't want you to touch me. Correct. Respect my boundaries. Right. At one point it got so bad. Stacy's mom tossed a bowl of bleach in Samuel's face to make him leave. Well, that's what I was wondering where her parents were during this because holy crap. I can't imagine if some guy was coming around and touching our daughter and she didn't want any part of that like i know you would lose it and so would i oh absolutely i'm not one of those guys that it's like oh at the shot you know with a shotgun as my daughter's date is coming to the door you know i whatever i want my daughter to have a great time and meet a great guy but yeah and have a healthy relationship and be happy i want the same for my daughter or son you know right. i want the same thing happiness and respect for my daughter or son doesn't matter if it's my daughter or son. so this guy was very persistent correct and he just wouldn't take no for an answer, and he just had one thing on his mind. That's basically. gross. Absolutely disgusting. They didn't um, talk anything about Stacy's dad, so he must not have been a part of the picture. But it's just kind of funny throwing bleach on somebody's face. Like, if that happened in America, you'd have the cops called on you right. for assault. Assault. And, I mean, you could blind somebody. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That. Yeah, that'd be terrible on the iris or you know, whatever. The iris. I like how you threw that out there, Mike. How about just the whole eyeball in general? Bleach and eyeballs. They don't mix. I'm basically an eye doctor. Oh, so. uh, the iris. <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to think of any part of the eye. So if you get on the iris, that'd be pretty bad. Yeah, it would be bad. Yes. So Or the cone. Yeah, or the know. retina. Retina. That, mm-hmm. That's another one. Yeah. So I guess you could say things are different in these Caribbean farm towns. You know, they just kind of take care of things on their own. So then we get to December 11th, 2006. We never like those dates. We know the date comes out. Things are going to happen. It's not a good thing. Nope. When Stacy was 21 years old, uh, Shorn came to see Stacy at the hospital where she worked in Kingstown. Um, he came to try to find her and talk to her, but Stacy dismissed him saying, you know, leave me alone. I'm at work. I can't do this right God, now. God, Go away. Such a pest. This guy was just annoying. And and like, also, dude, you're in your thirties at this point. What's he like? 34 ish, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Like go get a friggin' job. Right. Go get a life. Right. Go be an active member of society. What was Stacy doing at the hospital? What was her job? Do you know? Um, like an administrator of some sort. Okay. Some kind of, yeah, but didn't have a lot of details on that, but, 
Um, so yeah, she worked at the hospital and that's what she did. And he came to see her. She's like, no. So, uh, he went away for a little bit, came back and she's like, no, get the hell out of here. Like enough. So anyways, later Stacy was leaving work and guess who popped up? Right. And that's what I was starting to think. She probably doesn't ever feel safe. Right. I mean, imagine, especially if she was working like an early shift or something like that, where there's not a lot of people out, you don't feel safe walking through a parking lot by yourself. And that's something like you take for granted, just walking and feeling safe. But when you got the stalker at you constantly, you're probably always looking over your shoulder. Right. Always. Just waiting for him to pop up at any given moment. Just being uncomfortable generally. You know, Ugh. and, you know, to, to this point, from what I know, he hadn't done anything. You know. But it sounds like a stalking situation. Absolutely. And I know we've talked about stalking on this podcast before, but it's really, really, really an awful situation because there's often times where if they haven't done anything wrong yet, there's not really much the police can do. But your safety and your peace of mind is so compromised. Like stalking should absolutely be illegal, you know, punishable by jail time. I or agree wholeheartedly, but it's sadly, I don't know. It just doesn't seem to be. It's also probably hard to prove unless you catch them in the act, you know, but they still catch them in the act and they're like, well, nothing we can do. Well, I mean, you could see fa- phone logs like, oh, he called me a hundred times this day or whatever. Like, yeah. that, that just shouldn't happen. Right. It's, I guess it's getting rid of freedom of speech or something. You well, know? I'm sorry. If I don't want you speaking to me, or coming up to me don't fucking come up to me right right it's hard my language no it's it's definitely necessary here so yeah stacy was leaving work shorn popped up and stacy pretended he wasn't even there she basically gave him the silent treatment and she was just like you know i picture rolling her eyes and just like huffing she was walking to the bus because that's how she got home every day right so uh, witnesses said they saw Shorn walking behind Stacy, being like, hey, come on, I, I love you. Be, uh, uh, come on, baby, whatever. It's just like constant. Can you just picture something constantly on your back, just like no. wanting you? It sounds so degrading, so terrible. Just poor Stacy had to deal with this on a, you know, part of her family, too. It's yeah. like, you know, she seemed like a nice girl that just you know, wanted Couldn't to be left alone. Couldn't shake this guy. Yep. So... Um, eventually Shorn followed Stacy right onto the bus. How nice, right? So now she's got to deal with this asshole sitting next to her at the very least this entire time. And she's just like, I cannot get away from this dude, right? It's terrible. So follows her onto the bus going home where he sat next to her. Uh, a witness noticed the commotion and asked how Shorn and Stacy knew each other. They're like, are you guys okay? You guys know each other? Like, they, you know, they were nice enough to ask. And Shorn's like, oh, we're just cousins. It's fine. So it's like, oh, okay, I guess they're fighting or whatever. Some family thing, whatever. Leave it out. So, like, this is like 4, 3, you know, three thirty, four or 5 o'clock. So mm-hmm. it's like tons of busy, lots of Daylight. people around. Yeah, there's tons of people seeing things. It's like, it's right in the middle of everything. Hustle and bustle. So, so anyway, Stacy got so annoyed. She's like, I'm done with this. And she got up and she went to go move seats. And, like, of course, he's going to follow her, obviously. So it's just like, she sat next to somebody else. Uh, Shorn moved and sat to sit next to, closer to Stacy. And as he did that, a machete type of knife fell out of his pocket. Okay. So he was actively carrying like a machete, like a, I think like a like 14 inch long kind of machete thing used in like farmlands and stuff to cut down grasses and whatever. All right. So um, Shorn had enough of being rejected and he attacked Stacy with the machete. On the bus? On the bus in front of dozens of people and hundreds of people outside. Oh my gosh. So Stacy ended up, thankfully, uh, for the second, 
escaping through a bus window. Um, There's some reports that said she hid under the bus driver's legs for a couple seconds and got out of the bus driver's window that way. Holy cow. I mean, obviously, the bus driver probably immediately pulled over. I don't even think it started yet. Okay. So they were kind of like... I, yeah, it seems like it was kind of still on Kingstown. Unbelievable. So, yeah, I think they were just waiting. They were just idling, waiting for the, everybody else to get And he bus. attacked her with this machete? Correct. So he was trying to hack her and trying to, you know, hit her. And, I, you know, may have gotten her a couple times, I would imagine, if oh you're just taking gosh. swings at somebody with a machete. So um, Shorn took the machete. Uh, so, okay, Shorn attempted. Oh, here we go. So Stacy ended up escaping through the bus window, like I said. But Shorn quickly followed her. And he found her under the bus. Oh, my gosh. So she's basically stuck now. You would imagine people were, like, trying to jump in and intervene. Well, I think they were just so, like, like what the hell? grab him or I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, they were. I think they were by themselves on the side of this bus where, you know, there was a bunch of people on the bus. There was a bunch of people off the bus that weren't getting on the bus. And, you know, just kind of watching this all happen. It probably happened so quickly. Right. You right? can't even react. So Sean tried to get her from out from under the bus, but she was holding on with her right hand uh-huh. and both of her hands and basically like just like holding on to something underneath. Uh-huh. I don't know what it was, some kind of metal thing. He takes the machete, <gasps> chops off her right hand. No. Just hacks at it. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, my falls gosh. Falls in front of hundreds of people out there. Oh, my gosh. I would lose my mind. Like these, you know, kids and adults are seeing this happen actively. Her hand falls off at the wrist. Oh, my gosh. So finally, he's like, all right, I got her. Grabs her pulls her out okay so he's he's got her her right hand is totally gone now that she had no way to hold on to the bus you know obviously he had her nice and easily he immediately starts slashing at her neck and quickly used a sawing motion with his machete oh, hacking no. at her neck hacking he just hacking wanted her sawing. Dead. yes wanted her completely dead if he can't oh. have her nobody can basically it, you know another power move we talk about this constantly these males with their power moves and trying to have this sexual power over these people it's just horrible so it's 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 so bad so use a sawing motion with his machete until her head was hanging on by a piece of skin the whole crowd there's dozens of witnesses said this happened exactly uh this was all like i said done in the daylight with people watching um according to witnesses shorn then picked up the head sliced off the remaining piece of skin that it was hanging on to so totally got it totally got it straight off headed her totally off the head is gone off the body there was just a a little piece of skin left that was attached and he short, you know, cut that right off, unfortunately. And, um, so he's got her head. He brought Stacy's head to his lips and kissed her face. What an absolute lunatic. Fucking psycho. Like, I mean, obviously there's something majorly mentally wrong here. Yep. That is, I mean, can you imagine the trauma the crowd must have been feeling? I mean, that's PTSD everywhere. I mean, you can't even believe what you're seeing. Right. Imagine. This is not like you're taking a bus home on a random work day, and this is a spectacle that you see. Yeah, it's something life changing. I mean, your life is never going to be the same. No, after I would imagine like you'd this. need some major therapy. Absolutely. So, yeah. After that, he okay. Brought Stacy's head to his lips, kissed her face. After that, he threw her severed head back onto the ground and was done with her unbelievable so kissed her face just kind of threw it down like it's nothing unbelievable like i mean i wouldn't expect him to have any respect obviously but it's just like it's one of those things like even in a movie i'd be like mm, i'm not watching this movie no like, i would never right that's not this kind of stuff i sign up for it's uh i can't even imagine that happening i know no, i keep saying this poor poor girl <laughs> uh, yeah so 
somehow authorities quickly arrived on the scene. It must have been because it's in the Capitol and people hear screaming and oh, all of a yeah. sudden, you know, cops are there. So they were there within seconds, basically. Um, they arrived on the scene and found Stacy's head about 15 feet from her body while her hand was another 20 feet from there. Unbelievable. So just her dead body laying there headless. Oh my gosh, that's so tragic. One hand off. So Sean Samuel then put the bloody machete on the ground, fell to his knees and put his hands behind his head for the police to what arrest him. Absolute monster. Just completely giving himself up. They said he showed no remorse. Um, I would imagine he was smiling or just standing there with no you know, emotion on his face. And he never showed any violence in the past, just obvious badgering, you know, inappropriate behavior, the touching, the constantly talking to her about how he was in love with her, but never showed any kind of violent tendencies. Not that I know of. You know, I read two or three articles and they didn't. Yeah, I'm sure there was something at some point. It's you know, it's kind of rare to have that, but at the same time, you know, Stacy's just trying to be nice and never, you know, this far, obviously. Well, just she wants the situation to just go away. Right. And at that point, it's like this guy lives here. He's part of my family. I'm sure, like I'm going to see him everywhere. I'm all on the this time. island. I can't escape this guy. Literally. Yeah. So witnesses say that Shorn showed no remorse, like I said, and saluted the crowd that had gathered. He saluted the crowd. Yeah. As if like. He had done something noble. I guess so. Or just saying goodbye or whatever. Like, hey, I did it. Welcome to the show. Thanks for watching. Ugh. You know, so just horribly disturbed individual. After the murder, uh, photos of the horrific crime scene uh, filled the internet. Because oh, it no. was out in public and it was, you know, cell phones and 2006, all sorts of stuff. sure. People had cell phones during yeah. this time. Not very good ones, but, you know, they, they were there. Um, and, you know, all over all the internet websites. Her poor, poor mother. I can't even imagine the, the horror of hearing not only is your beautiful 21-year-old daughter dead, but it's at the hands of this family member that you knew was berating her and in such a horrifically violent way. Right. And at Stacy's burial, uh, her pastor, Terrence Haynes, requested that people stop sharing the pictures. Please. So the pastors basically said, life is getting cheap. We need to get back to a state of normalcy. I mean, like, how do you put that out there when this is like s- such a traumatic thing that, that now the mom has to deal with her daughter's images being out on the internet or wherever? Right. And I guess, is it hypocritical to be doing a podcast on the same thing as well? I, I, I don't mean, know. we're not sharing the gruesome pictures right at what we're point telling okay? stacy's story yeah so it's something that's interesting um but he you know the the pastor said life's getting cheap we need to get back to a state of normalcy please stop sharing those pictures um so they're, they're doing their best to remove them from the internet but once things are on the internet they're there forever so right um i'm obviously not going to share any pictures of course not i didn't find any i didn't want to look at them so you can't unsee that yeah yeah um so during the trial Shorn requested a move into a single-person cell for his safety. Oh, yeah. Let's protect you, Shorn, just like you had respect for your cousin. Right. We definitely got to protect this piece of piece shit. Piece of garbage. Yeah. He said people were coming after him because he was Muslim, and they thought he was related to Osama bin Laden. Mm-hmm. It's not that he killed Not that you beheaded your cousin in the, in the street. Yeah. It's always somebody else's fault, right? Shorn Samuel. Um, Samuel also declared that he wouldn't respect the national anthem as it played in the prison. Um, Justice... Thorne reminded him that he had to abide by the prison's rule since all prisoners have to do so. So it was, he said his, uh, when his dad 
heard the national anthem. He never stood. So he's like, that's what I know. So I won't be standing. And they're like, you're going to be standing. You're going to stand, yeah. Sean. <laughs> We're going to beat you down, basically. So it's up to you, whatever one you want. You make the choice. <laughs> you're going to get lost in a cell with the biggest guy in yeah. the place and mm-hmm. get the shit kicked out of you. And so. we're going to turn our heads at that moment. Right. So this is this is how things are done. I guess that's one of the nice things about having a smaller island country. Um, so um, as you can imagine, Shorn got the maximum penalty for a murder charge, which was a death sentence. Okay. But uh, he appealed on the grounds of diminished capacity. Okay. You know, crazy. And uh-huh. had a sentence reduced to life imprisonment. So did they declare that he was then mentally... So whatever. There, there was, yeah, mentally unstable or whatever. There was a little talk back and forth about whether during the incident, whether he had like a an episode, but um, there was a psychologist that said it wasn't like an episode. He did it for a long period of time. The whole day he was going for her. Right. You know? And he planned it. He followed her under the bus. He had this machete in his pockets. <laughs> he had a machete in his he pocket. He yeah. hacked her hand off and then continued to pull her out from under the bus. Most people so, would stop at that point and be like, holy shit, I just hacked somebody's Once hand you off. see the result of what you're doing to this person, he continued to proceed. And to get it, I mean, I don't want to get... no. You have to use a lot of effort. Right. For a lot of those things. Yes. Uh, just horrible. Unbelievable. So um, that's kind of all there is for this particular story. But I do have another world famous crime and coffee couple side note. Oh. So. Okay. I had some, a couple people it's commented. world famous? Well, a couple people commented on our on our Instagram post and said, you know, kind of like a Mike side note. This is a side note here. Okay. Okay. So um, it's related to the case kind of, um, but here we go so turns out that the murder runs in samuel family really yeah kind of interesting right on april 15th 2013 okay about nine years after this happened Uh or no nine years ago so a few years after um, well this was 2006 so about seven years later six and a half whatever nine years ago today but still after shorn did his Uh thing um while shorn was in jail samuel's sister rosette samuel killed her boyfriend and son before committing suicide. You are kidding me. No. In Brooklyn, New York. Unbelievable. Um, So Rosette Samuel killed her boyfriend and their one-year-old son. Samuel's boyfriend was due to fly to Guyana before Rosette killed him. Another um, Caribbean island Uh nation. Isn't it Ghana? Ghana? It's G-Y-A-N-A. Oh, I don't know. There's there's G-H-A-N-A, which I think is in Africa. But Guyana? I, okay, I don't know. Yeah, I, my I geography is subpar. Mine as well. So I apologize for anybody listening that is screaming into their cars or whatever. Like, no, it's Guyana, Ghana. So, so he was supposed to fly out the following day? Yes. And Rosette's aunt, Zena Jack, said, I just can't see her doing that. The last time we spoke, she said she was going to bring the baby for us to see in June. So it's like we actively spoke and said, you're going to come see the baby? Yeah, and yeah. Everything seemed fine. You were making plans. Yep. And another relative told the same news company that Rosette suspected that her boyfriend, Dason Peters, was cheating on her. That's the one she killed. Okay. Um, Peters was found lying dead in the doorway. Rosette and the child were laying side by side in bed. So it's like you're seeking revenge on your potentially cheating significant other, and then you put your hands on an innocent one-year-old baby? It's obviously, you know... uh, Mental illness runs in this family pretty clearly, deep. and that's the thing. Like, if you have mental illness in your family, do you procreate and potentially pass on? I mean, well, it's, it's mental completely up illness to you. is treatable with medication. Is it? Of course. I mean, uh, 
yeah, there's a lot of people with various mental illnesses that can go on and live a normal life. Sure. But like, let's say psychosis or something. It's like, you know, Uh, it's a tricky situation. I mean, you can't tell people not to procreate. No, no, definitely not. You can't prevent it. But it's like, if you know that it's scary. Yeah, I'd be scared if I was schizophrenic. I'd be afraid that if I had a child, the the child would have schizophrenia or what, you know, I don't have schizophrenia. But if I did, not that you know of, yeah. Not that I know of. Uh, I mean, hey, you never know. A couple of years, you could just kind of lose it. Well, you could Mike, crack. I mean, let's hope not. No, I hope not. So um, I'll drop you like a bad habit for sure. Hey, so. Thanks. <laughs> but Till death do us part, Mike. Yeah. So anyways, um, a little bit more to the story here. After escaping the house through the back window, Rosette's son from a previous relationship... So she has a son from a previous relationship that she did not kill. Okay, so the, she she killed her boyfriend and her own one-year-old child, mm-hmm. but another one of her children escaped? Dondre Samuel. Wow, how old was he? Um, It doesn't say, unfortunately. But had the wherewithal Older. to escape and know that his mother was after him? Yeah, I would imagine teenager. Wow. Plus, um, so... He alerted the police to the shooting, Jeez. and he, you know, that's how they found them and everything. So she shot all of them, including herself. Yep. And this was his sister. This was his Shorn's, mom. Shorn's sister. Oh, Shorn's sister. Yeah. Okay. And this happened in New York. Yep. Rosette. Two thousand thirteen. Rosette left a suicide note explaining to DeAndre that the reason she killed the toddler. So she said, "She said I killed myself, and I also killed the baby because I don't want you to have extra responsibility raising a child." So he's like, <laughs> you don't make that choice. I would have gladly raised a child that you could have killed, course. like a one-year-old. How do you kill anybody, much less a one-year-old, defenseless, sweet baby? baby. Disgusting, disgusting people. Just uh, you can't. I can't imagine what's in these people's heads. You know, it's just one of those. It, you know, we say it almost every week. We can't put ourselves in their position because no, there's no can't. way we would understand. No. So by the time Samuel's sister had committed this horrible act. Stacy Wilson, the original person that we talked about, um, her mom had moved on from her daughter's gruesome murder. Uh, however, Rosette's murder-suicide refocused attention on Stacy's you know, beheading, unfortunately. It just brought it back up. Yep, and Stacy's mom stated that she never wished ill will on Shorn's family, which is incredible. It's incredible like, to have that kind of forgiveness. What of a, a godly woman or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Just obviously they were, you know... Religious, so you know they had the pastor saying over, right? Uh, you know, but it's just like, I, I guess that's the only way to move on from something is just forgiving someone. I mean, yeah, it, it's going to fester inside your own soul and eat away at you, and then you're going to ruin your the life that you have left ahead of you. But it's not anything you ever get over. You you could never no. get over your child being brutally murdered, but. The fact that she was able to forgive Shorn and his family, but then, of course, this incident happens and it rehashes everything again. Yeah, and she ended up saying, everybody meeting me and telling me how God answers prayers and what goes around comes around. This thing happened to Shorn's sister, and you're looking for people to say, we have to forgive each other and pray for one another. But some people acting as if I was praying for something bad to happen. No. So she's not praying for something to happen to the family. Of course not. She's not an evil person. She wouldn't wish for a child to be hurt. Right. And she begged people to let her move on with her life. She said, Stacy has died already. I accept it. I'm trying to move on with my life, like wow, you said. what a strong woman. But some people just making me get sad because I'm trying to get over the loss of Stacy. Oh, poor woman. Yeah. And that's all I've got for wow, today. Wow, that's really a tragic, tragic story. And yeah. I can't believe with the brutality of it that happened in public 
that I didn't remember hearing about that. That's no, it just, probably didn't make it over. You know, and that, I mean, but that's something that's like, holy cow, the horror that these people had to experience witnessing this. And that wasn't the only beheading in St. Vincent. There was another one Ugh. before that, too. Somebody found somebody's skull with a brain scooped out. There's just something so tragic and horrific about like beheading. It's, it's just, the ultimate. It's like the ultimate horrible oh, act. It's taking somebody's like, that's their conscience, you know, the right, brain. That's everything. Right, everything. It's so... <laughs> Man. Oh, I couldn't even do that to somebody that like you know hurts my family. You know? I couldn't kill a chicken. <laughs> well, you'd eat chicken all the time. Not, I'm not as often. Not so much. We more <laughs> eat vegan type food these days. But yeah. I mean, I just can't imagine hurting anything. Yeah. You know, I mean, I kill ants and things like that. Sure. But yeah. to, like, I don't know. I just can't. I can't fathom it. It's just too too terrible to even think about. The reason somebody brought that up on Reddit, it was through a thread that was like, you know, what is something that more people should be talking about? And that somebody said this this situation with Stacy, like it's just horrible, and like nobody knows about it. So it's just, I you know, you know at least hopefully give something to Stacy. I don't know. Bless up to her, it's a I, poor baby. Uh, I, I say baby. She was twenty one. Well, she then, was twenty one, but she was had her whole life ahead of her. And I don't know. I just wish somebody could have like jumped on his back and just stopped him but yeah. it probably everything just happened so fast and you you don't even have time to think right so oh, well that was a terrible story yeah i guess the moral you know be aware and if don't feel bad telling people to leave you alone and call the cops on them you know so you'd rather be in that situation and be wrong than um be dead unfortunately right and not that you know stacy could have no, done of anything course differently. not she had a monster of a cousin yeah God bless well, her. So anyway, until next time, we'll be back. Yep. And I'll be up. And uh, thank you to our Patreons yeah. for hanging out. And, you know, uh, if you need, if you, if you like what we do, you know, go ahead and uh, go head over to Patreon. It's in the show notes. And uh, we appreciate each and every one yes. of you. And we are working on um, the idea that soon within, I'd say by May 1st or whatever, when mm-hmm. May comes around. Um, we are going to offer bonus content for that's Patreon members. all on you, sister. Yes, I'm owning it. They're going to be um, shorter episodes, probably like 20, 30 minutes or so. We'll see. I don't. I doubt that Allison <laughs> has it in her to do a short episode. I don't think you can. We'll see. I think once you get researching, you're going to be like, I'm just going to do a full episode. And, and you know, I'm going to keep it organic if that's what happens. That's what happens. But we're not going to do the chit chat. We're going to dive right into the story. Twice a month, we're going to offer bonus bonus content to our Patreon members because I do understand that people, you know, want something for their money and we'll give you some extra content. Yes. Thank you so much to Colleen and Lily for supporting yes, us. You guys and, are awesome. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you. you, everyone else, for being here and listening and being loyal to us. And all those nice back. notes and all the positive stuff. Yeah. Give us a five star. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Speaking of bongs. (laughs) That's what I did it for.